and welcome back to the third edition of the Monday Morning Drive Small Market Insecurities Podcast. This is Phil Razor. Guys, we had another big-ass weekend in the NFL. Let's hop right into it. Let's go to the biggest game of the day. Honestly, the biggest shocker. Justin Herbert and boys wouldn't beat the Chiefs 30-24. to I'll tell you what, though. The score is what it is. The Chiefs are 1-2. and two. I, I don't think anybody saw that one coming, but I think the biggest story today for me was the Chargers were tied. And I don't know if you guys watch it. If you haven't watched it, go watch the highlights because I think you may have the same opinion I do. But the Chargers were tied at 24, first and goal on the five. Pretty much all they needed was one kneel down and then get the clock down. Chiefs called timeout and they kicked field goal. Well, the Chargers side said, fuck that. Big respect to them. Uh, Mike Williams had himself a career day. They threw a, you know, kind of like a back shoulder fade to him for a touchdown to go up 30 to 24, but then they missed the extra point. And it's like, oh, this is why they didn't kick the field goal. So, wild game through and through. Chargers end up winning 30 to 24, like I said, but they gave Pat Mahomes the ball back with a timeout, excuse me, in 32 seconds. And Pat threw a Hail Mary to the end zone at the end of the game. Like, I, coaching. Eh, I like the aggressiveness, but like, fuck me running. I don't, I don't really know if I like that version of what they did. I would have just set up for the field goal to win the game 27-24 and not even give Pat a chance. And uh, there were a few drops on that drive that really, you know, hindered the Chiefs' comeback. So I wanted to give a shout-out to Justin Herbert and the boys. Great game for them. Uh, we'll hop over uh, real quick. Broncos beat the Jets 26-0. Zach Wilson, you suck ass. The Broncos are good. Oh, the Broncos are 3-0. They've beaten everybody they played. I mean, shit. You know, kudos to them, to be honest. Teddy Bridgewater stepped in, and he's been playing like an absolute monster um, with that team. And honestly, he doesn't have to do anything more than, I don't know, you may compare him to like a Mark Sanchez, but honestly, he has just stepped in and been phenomenal. So uh, kudos to the Broncos. They keep winning. Love to see him make postseason. We'll see what happens. But I wanted to hop around a little bit because the rest of the games, especially the AFC North, and I know, I know, Everybody gets mad. We talk about the AFC North too much. Fuck you. It's a great division. And the first one to talk about is that Ravens-Lions game. Are you kidding me? The Lions kicked the game-winning field goal with 65 seconds left to go up 17-16. And to the common fan, you're like, well, shit. But there was a lot of controversy in this game. On the play before, the Ravens lined up for the game-winning field goal. It looked like the play clock had expired. Please, and you know I'm going to say this, Twitter, at SmallMarketINS, Instagram and TikTok, SmallMarketInsecurities. Let us know. What do you think? Did the play clock, play clock expire before that happened? Because I think it did. I know Sky thinks it did. Questionable play, and I feel horrible for Lions fans. They're Detroit's great fan base. But Justin Tucker, Jesus Christ. Best kicker in the league, probably best kicker in the history of the NFL. Steps up. And wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, 66 yards, hits the cro- you know the middle crossbar, and then bounces over for an NFL record-setting 66-yard field goal. Buried, Ravens win 19-17. I'll tell you what, if I'm a Lions fan, I feel like my wife didn't show up for the wedding. I feel jilted because that was fucked up, honestly. I thought it should have been a 71-yard attempt, in which case I think Lamar's throwing a hook and ladder, whoop-de-doody-daisy kind of play. So... 
I, I do feel for them, but at the end of the day, it counts. And Justin Tucker, hats off to you because you are the greatest kicker in NFL history, in my opinion. And the Ravens won 19-17. Uh, as we're talking about that, let's hop over. Let's go to the Vikings-Seahawks, man. Battle of teams. Vikings are 0-2, but they could goddamn well be 2-0. Seahawks are at 1-1. Vikings won 30-17, and they played a game. And when I say played a game, I don't mean that patronizingly. I mean, they played a hell of a game. Kirk Cousins, 30 of 38, 323 yards and three touchdowns. And they did this shit without Dalvin Cook. Are you fucking kidding me? So, I wanted to give a shout-out to the Vikings. That is an incredible game for them. Uh, they finally got off the schneid. They're 1-2. They're both 1-2. I mean, I, I, made the, I made the joke last week on the, you know, on the podcast, both the Monday Morning Drive and then the regular one with Sky, and, and dumbass stack guy Nate. Shout-out, Nate. Fuck you. Love you, but fuck you. Um... Everybody's two and one or one and two now. Like I, the NFL is so even right now, it's ridiculous. And none of us think Kirk Cousins are the guy ever because we all kind of think Kirk Cousins sucks. But shit, man, he just beat Russell Wilson. So I, I mean, that, you know, there's something to be said for that. Shout out to the Vikings out there. I mean, Vikings fans out there, if you will. Incredible game for them. But let's hop into the state of Ohio. We had a gong show day today. Start off. The Browns game against Chicago Bears. The Bears. I feel bad for Justin Fields. I want to preface by saying that uh, he had no time to throw the ball. Fuck you if you think he sucks. It's his first start, and uh, I don't want to hear the slander, but once again, hit us up on social media if you think Justin sucks after uh, one start. But I want to give all the credit in the world to the Browns' defensive line. Miles Garrett racked up four and a half sacks today. Four and a half sacks. Yeah. I mean, it was a fucking Turkish bathhouse in that game. Sacks everywhere. It was absolutely ridiculous. Guys all over the field. Really, to be honest, like the be- the, the, or the Bengals, sorry. The Browns played well, but like, you know, Chubb didn't do a lot. Hunt, Kareem Hunt had a great game at about 180 yards of total offense. But really, that was pretty much the entire goddamn game was Kareem Hunt. And I want to give a, sh- you know, I just want to give a shout out to the Browns. They played well. Baker, feasible. I mean, Baker didn't do anything sexy or anything, but he never does. Great game manager. I think Baker's a slightly better version of Mark Sanchez. So, uh, shout out to the Cleveland Browns. They're 2-1. And so are the Baltimore Ravens after Justin Tucker's field goal. But the game of the day for me in that division, my goodness gracious. Who of you, who amongst us, had the Bengals beating the Steelers today? None of you. And they did. 24-10. But that really wasn't my thing. My big thing is, Joe Burrow had a good game, but my God. Four weeks ago, we're all going, fucking Jamar Chase even catch a football? And today, Jamar Chase not only caught football, he's got two of them in the end zone. Jamar Chase now has four touchdowns in three games, and he is one of nine players in NFL history to have a touchdown catch in his first three games. Think about that for a second. You know, excuse me, let, you know, as we say in Letterkenny, let that marinate. Because Jamar Chase is slowly becoming a better version of the artist formerly known as Chad, whatever fucking last name you want, Ocho Cinco Johnson. I don't know. You guys tell me, do you think Penny Sewell should have been the guy? I disagree. I think the Bengals are putting up, and they're 2-1 right now. So, we're three weeks in. Everybody has 14 games left. I get it. 17-game season. It's a long year. But you tell me right now that the Bengals don't look like a team that you don't want to fuck with. Because defensively, don't get me wrong, I don't think Big Ben and company are worth a 
you know, a baker's fuck, as Sky would say. But let's be honest. I didn't look. I mean, Najee Harris had 14 catches today for like 40 yards. I mean, Big Ben had nowhere to go. What's he going to do against better defenses? You tell me. So, just wanted to hop through those real quick. I want to give a big-ass shout-out to the goddamn Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. One again, beat the Washington football team. Sorry, Evan, my brother's big Washington football team fan. Sorry, buddy. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, Josh Allen decided that today was going to be the day. And not only was today going to be the day, today's going to be the day that he balled out. And he balled the fuck out. Josh Allen threw for almost 350 yards, four touchdowns. And the Buffalo Bills won in stunning fashion as I look at the score. Sorry, hold on. Pulling it up. But still, let's talk about Josh Allen more. Dude, anybody from Wyoming out there? Hypothetical pause because I don't know if you could talk to me, but I thought it'd be funny. But either way, Buffalo Bills against the Washington football team today. And yeah, Josh was just ridiculous. Let me pull it up. Sorry, that took forever. My internet isn't the, you know, the best thing on earth. 43-21 final score. But let's hop into the numbers, shall we? Taylor Heideke, fuck you. You weren't that good. It's bad enough that Mitch Trubisky went into the game. So I hope you're triggered, Bears fans, because not only did Justin get his ass kicked by the Browns defensive line with nine sacks, and Mitch Trubisky played for the Bills. Josh Allen today was 32 of 43 for 358 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, that's a Josh Allen we all know and love. That's Josh Allen we expected all goddamn year. So shout out to the Bills, Bills Mafia. Great place tailgate. Let's go to the community college lot anytime. Bills are 2-1. and one. And let's talk about a few more games. Uh, mm, we'll talk about it. I don't want to talk about it, but I'm going to. Oof. Let's go to that Jags. Let's go to that Jags-Cardinals game, man. As a lifelong Jaguars fan, I will say I've had worse days and I've had better days, and today was not one of the better days because Jags lost 31-19 to the Arizona Cardinals which is now 18 straight losses after winning week one last year. Kyler Murray, you know, yeah, 28-34, 316 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. I mean, Kyler didn't have his day, and that happens. They ran the ball like fiends, though. And the big story of the day for me, personally, was Trevor Lawrence, 22-34, uh, 219 yards, touchdown, two picks, but you can live with the two picks, but the problem was the second one went back for a touchdown. So... That's pretty much uh, you're dead in the goddamn water right there. And as a Jaguars fan, I'm going to give myself a, a slight uh, soliloquy, a monologue, whatever you want to call it. This is painful. Uh, it's been 18 straight weeks since they won a game. Um, I'm an Ohio State fan. I love Urban Meyer. Great guy. Met him multiple times. Um, I'll tell you what. I, <laughs> not a lot, I, I, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not one that is... Uh, you know, lost for words, I'm a loquacious guy, but I think right now what really pains me is they show up every week and they play okay sometimes and not okay other times. I don't know that there's other ways to phrase that and I'm not going to go there, but I think for me, the pain right now for me as a Jaguars fan is they haven't figured out a way to do it. And today, like they had a 109 yard missed field goal return for a touchdown and they're up 1917 late in the third. And I'm like, just hold on. And I think for me, it's, they don't know how to finish games, and it, it it's very painful. And I think one of the big things they lack is that 
over overall that sense of organizational structure. And I think it's going to take a minute for the guys to buy an Urban Meyer system because a lot of guys didn't play for Urban at college, and Urban's it, you know you know blah, 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 he's built different, whatever. But Sheed Khan and the boys, I, they kind of remember the Cincinnati Reds in that they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And they just take best player available and then hope it fits. And it doesn't fit. It doesn't fucking work. So that's my quick rant about how much I hate the Jacksonville Jaguars ownership. Um, anybody out there who has owners like that, you Pittsburgh Pirates fans, I know I have multiple that follow us on Twitter. We love you. We feel for you. Bob Nutting is a trash owner. Reds fans, Bob Castellini, terrible owner. Mike Brown, you Bengals fans, terrible owner. There are a lot of bad owners out there. I think if you look into Shahid Khan and the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think you'll see the same thing, and you'll understand, uh, you know, kind of the pain in my heart that comes from from this this quick monologue because we don't talk about it a lot because I don't want to because I don't like to give any recognition to people that don't fucking care that are in it for a profit. The profit's great. This is professional sports. It's a business. Make money. I support that a billion percent. What I don't support is you don't give a shit about anybody else. That's what pisses me off. So, quick rant over. Let's hop back into the rest of the NFL, shall we? Because fuck, fuck me running. Um, Man, Las Vegas Raiders. Overtime winner against the Dolphins, 31-28. Congrats to them. And as we're speaking right now, those Green Bay Packers... On the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. No, I'm kidding. It's out in San Francisco. It doesn't matter. Because Aaron Rodgers doesn't play well in, Carol- in California, not Carolina. Sorry, I'm stumbling over my words. But they're up 10 nothing at the end of the first. Who are the real Packers? Week one against the Saints? Or what we've seen in the, six- in the five quarters since? Because, shit, <laughs> you know, they-, they actually don't look that bad. Devontae Adams having a game. Aaron Jones having a game. Aaron Rodgers... He could be hosting Jeopardy right now, but he's not. He decided to come back and play. And after that first week where they lost to the Saints 38-3, to I think all of us were sitting there going, man, you know, who are these guys? I don't even know if they're even worth a damn. But you know what? As I'm watching right now, Aaron drops back, and he off his back foot throws complete. It went for two yards. I think most quarterbacks probably would have thrown that ball, you know, into the goddamn student section. So, yeah, Packers are up 10 nothing right now as we record. We'll talk about it on Tuesday if they end up winning, if they end up losing. We'll, we'll get into it. But... I also wanted to hop in a little baseball talk, guys. Sorry, I know you all hate it so much. But, let's get into it. So right now, first off, shout out, Tampa Bay Rays. Goodness gracious, they won the AL East. They're already champions. They beat three big markets out with a payroll, a fifth of Boston, a sixth of New York, and they just won the division at 96-59. and So, Tampa Bay Rays fans, give yourself a pass. You know, give yourselves a pat on the back. But if you're not, fucking a, <laughs> give them a pat on the back. That is incredible. Shout out to the Chicago White Sox. They have won the AL Central, eighty-seven and sixty-eight. Shout out to Chicago White Sox. I know a lot of you're going to go, oh, it's Chicago. That's not a small market. No, guess it is. They're the White Sox. Everybody in Chicago is Cubs fan. So fuck you. The White Sox are incredible, and uh, I love Tim Anderson. I wish everybody played baseball like Tim Anderson does. And also, if you don't like that, read analytics. If you don't like analytics, then you're an idiot. I'm just going to go into that. But let's go to the NL. The NL is where it gets a little weird. So, NL East, nothing's really finalized. NL Central, Milwaukee Brewers have already wrapped up uh, a playoff spot. They are seven games ahead of St. Louis going into the day. 
And they are 13 games ahead of the Reds. That makes me want to sob my eyes out, but that's neither here nor there. Good for the Brewers. They don't pay a ton of money. They have a great team. Um, their pitching is incredible. Corbin Burns is a stud. Their bullpen at the back end with Devin Williams and Josh Hader. Incredible. Best of luck to all you Brewers fans out there in the postseason. I know they never won a World Series. I hope they do it this year. Giants and Dodgers. Let's go there. I hate them both. They're both big markets, but I have to shut them out. Dodgers are going to win that first wild card, probably, and the Giants already have 101 wins. Jesus Christ. Dodgers sitting there at 99 and 56. Jesus Christ. But, man, has anybody fallen from grace harder than the San Diego Padres? Guys, they're fucking 78 and 77 going into today. Or yesterday, whenever you're listening to this. We appreciate the viewership. They have players yelling at each other in the dugout. I don't think anybody really wants to be there. The problem is they have a field full of ball stars, but their pitching is just terrible. They traded for Blake Snell, won a Cy Young, hurt. You know, they try to get Max Scherzer. He goes to the Dodgers. They get jilted, hurt. It's shitty. It sucks. It really does. But as I go down here to the wild card standings, coming into today, Reds are six games back. Phillies are five. And those goddamn St. Louis Cardinals who just don't lose. What do they want, like 15 straight? Shout out to the Cardinals fans. Good for you guys. That's honestly super impressive. I do hate you. Just know that I hate you. But I do respect you. You guys have a great franchise. You got to remember Lena's not a Hall of Famer, though. But you guys are a fantastic franchise. And, uh, you know, a lot of people like to shit on you and make fun of you. But I'm going to praise you. You guys founded the... You know, the minor league system, and for whatever reason, however it goes, that's a hell of a pick right there by whoever number 23 is for the Packers. Um, God damn, he took it right out of George Kittle's hands. Yeah, get fucked, Kittle. <sighs> hell of a play. But you guys kind of developed the way modern baseball is played, and I respect the hell out of it, even though it pisses me off to the end of the world. You haven't lost in two and a half weeks, and... Everything's just kind of going your way. Now, do I think that the Cardinals are going to win in Chavez Ravine? No. In fact, I hope you get perfect gamed, to be honest. But I do have to give a shout-out where credit is due, and credit is due for a team that wins that much. So, big shout-out there. We're going to wrap this up, guys. Not really a whole lot of NBA talk right now. We're going to come around in a couple weeks. But, guys, the NHL is back. We're back, baby. Hockey's back. We're all pumped. Excuse me. Hockey is fucking back, though. And let us know who you're a fan of. I want to give a shout-out to Johnny Gaudreau's mom for responding when I called him Johnny Ham and Cheese on his wedding photo. Thank you, Mrs. Gaudreau. That was incredible. I hope you hear this. But I did want to say I'm pumped for the year. A um, little quick preseason prediction before we do our actual prediction show. I'm going to go with leading points getter for this year. Everybody's going to go, oh, Connor McDavid. And you're right, it's going to be Conor McDavid. Because he plays in a line with Leon Draisaitl, who's going to be like the top five in the league of points. Because they're literally going to assist each other to the end of the fucking world. I'm pumped to watch that Oilers team. Sorry, Flames fans. Sorry, Mrs. Gaudreau. Sorry, Johnny, if you listen. I know you've liked a couple of the tweets. But I'm all about the Edmonton Oilers. But here's my hot take. I think the Colorado Avalanche take it on the cup. And I am pumped to watch him. I am fucking I am pumped to watch the Colorado Avalanche this year. I think they're going to be a great team. They lost Philip Grubauer, but 
they have a team that can they can win six four every night. And I think Kale McCarr is going to win the Norris this year. Write that down. McCarr for Norris. Hashtag McCarr for Norris. He's going to win it this year. That team is just going to absolutely steamroll the division. It is going to be a little weird this year with the Seattle Kraken, a.k.a. the Crackheads, a.k.a. playing in the crack house, as we like to say. But I'm excited because they come to Columbus on October 16th and we'll be there. Uh, we're going to get some live content from the game, so stay tuned for that. But I think, yeah, Colorado's a team out of the East. It's fucking tough. I know Pittsburgh right now, they're out Crosby and Malkin to start the year. Druff, uh can skater boy Jay Gensel kind of hold down the fort with Zach Aston Reese and whichever poor unfortunate soul they decide to throw in that? I don't know. Truthfully, I don't know. Um, the Metropolitan Division is going to be a fucking gong show, though, I can tell you that much. But out of the East, I think uh, if I had to pick a team that isn't Tampa because that's a boring-ass pick, and I'm not going to pick Boss because that's a boring-ass pick, <clears throat> I'm going to give it to them. I'm going to give it to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Hope they make it out. Hope they make it all the way to the Stanley Cup Final. We have a great final. Also, shout out to the Buffalo Sabres. Fuck you. You stripped Jack Eichel of the captaincy. You refused to let him get surgery, but you won't fucking trade him. Trade Jack Eichel. I know I know. there's plenty of Sabres fans that follow us. I know that you will echo that sentiment. So, trade Jack Eichel. Get into a franchise that actually wants him. Quit being dickheads. Fuck you, Buffalo. You're going nowhere. You're going to have that one pick again next year. You're going to fuck him up. That's what I think. So, to conclude, crazy day in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers on the field right now, looking like he's in a goddamn boy band. Not really a boy band anymore. It looks like he's in a Rush cover band right now, to be honest. So that goddamn shitty silver hand. I don't even know what to call that shit. He looks like Kid Rock decided he was going to lift weights, to be totally honest. But for everybody else in small market insecurities, this has been Phil Razor. I hope you enjoyed the rant tonight. Uh, enjoy this uh, on your way to work tomorrow or whenever you choose to enjoy uh, your podcast content. Remember, we are everywhere you look for. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on Google. We're everywhere else. And if you have any questions, please reach out to us on social media, uh, on Twitter, at SmallMarketINS, on TikTok and Instagram, at SmallMarketInsecurities. Remember, SmallMarketInsecurities, pairs public booze. <laughs>